Welcome to the Sobriety Elevated Podcast with your hosts, Kevin and Jim. We are dedicated to strengthening your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Thank you for listening. It is showtime. Welcome back to Sobriety Elevated. You are here with your co-host, Jim Pakonan and Kevin Thole. Kevin, are you ready for a new episode? Yes. Good evening, Jim. Probably morning or evening when you're listening to this. What is on the agenda today, Jim? I think today, let's talk about finding peace in recovery. I especially maybe want to focus on those that are in midterm recovery, recovery more than a year. Because the funny thing is, is in that first year, right, you have the first month, you have your two-month chip, your six-month chip. But then after a year, it starts becoming, I don't want to say routine, but it gets to where, you know, I don't know how many people celebrate their 13th month or their 14th month. And to me, that's the time that you can begin to find some peace in your recovery when it becomes a little bit more mundane. Yeah, the word mundane, I... I don't really like the word mundane because it's got like a negative connotation, but maybe it comes a little bit more like second nature where recovery, it's not as much of a fight. Recovery is not. Recovery becomes kind of second nature. Recovery almost becomes the new norm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And once it becomes the new norm, what will it take for you to find some peace And really, obviously, the process of that first year, you're going to get a lot of peace. What would it be to deepen that peace moving forward? I like the way that you talked about like the progression of recovery and specifically like the peace in recovery. And for me, there was not much peace at the first few months. You know, you got to deal with all the problems. So I, I didn't have much peace. And even frankly, like, Six months in, seven months, eight months in, the peace was kind of there here and there, but it wasn't consistent. And so finding peace in recovery and keeping peace in recovery is something that's important. Obviously, there's practical ways to do it. You know, people talk about like meditation, exercise, yoga. All those All new age stuff. things. <laughs> yeah, you you could tell that's where I was at new age. Those are the gym the gym ways. And for me, no, I I like all of those things. I don't think that there's anything wrong with them. Um, um, I said, yeah, yeah, that's you, Jim. Those things are all going to be helpful and, and people use them constantly. I use them. I use meditation. I use different mindfulness and grounding techniques and stuff to find peace. Yeah. But I think that the point of it is, is finding peace and recovery is deeper than just having to do a breathing exercise. It becomes like a way of life. It becomes of just part of who you are. And it, it starts to go with like confidence and, and being comfortable in your own skin. I like that. Because initially, like you said, that first year is kind of rocky. And then that second year, as you know and deepen your commitment, it's time to actually make peace, find peace, or create peace moving forward. Because peace, inner peace, is an incredible thing. Peace is, is a great word. And everybody knows, we, I talk about all the time how I'm a, a Christian. 
mm-hmm. not a perfect one or anything like that. But the word peace, you know, in, in a lot of the Christian writings and in the Bible, you know, we talk about a peace that passes under understanding, you know, peace. There's an old song. I got peace like a river. I got peace like a river. And uh, which I never understood because really the rivers aren't so peaceful when they're really raging. Other times, I mean, the raging river is you and your addiction. The peaceful, calm river is you when you've actually found your place, you found your flow. And as you do that inner healing, those waters may run deep, but the peace is the stillness that is within the power of that water. Having the power, but not having it be out of control, you know, and that's what we yeah. have in, inside of us. And for me, the peace, whenever I got the peace and have the peace, and now I still struggle with having anxious thoughts, anxious mind, all that different thing. And so it's not like you're just constantly in a state of Zen. I mean, maybe, maybe Jim is. No, Jim uh, is not, not constantly in a state <laughs> okay. of Zen. I wish I was. I really wish I was, but here's the thing. I'm not. I even have peace with that. Let's be really honest. I have peace that sometimes like these last few nights, I've not been sleeping well. I can see my busy mind working. I go through the same meditation, Kevin, that I taught you, the same meditation that I've done in recovery centers, and it works. And I was back asleep. I was back in a space of peace. So you're right. We can never get that I would call that death if you're eternally peaceful. I would call that you've passed from this place and these problems. And for people listening, you're not dead yet. So it's like the game becomes creating longer moments of peace, creating times that the river flows with ease for a longer amount of time. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And it seems like this is the word that sums up addiction or peace and addiction to, for me. And that's the word, my favorite word, which is acceptance. Mm-hmm. I think that whenever you are peaceful, it's because you have, you're accept, accepting. And a quote that Rachel now always quote, my wife, Rachel has been working with Jim as of late is what if everything, Oh, I'm going to blow it. What if everything is say it, Jim, you probably know what it is. So like, what if what, everything what if, is perfect? Everything that is not as it should be and everything that is as it should be, everything that did happen and everything that did not happen. For my my definition of perfect is the acceptance of everything that as it is right now and everything as it is not. And whenever you have that acceptance, there's peace. You have huge amounts of peace because the not of peace comes from the places that you're resisting the acceptance. And I mean, we could even pull another word into this, and that other word is love. Because the moment you choose to love yourself, which is the acceptance of everything that is about you and everything that is not about you, and the moment you can see that and still be happy and at peace with you, I really think that is what spiritual love truly is. Yeah, I think about my my life and where I'm at, and that's when I'm feeling some peace, it's because no matter what's going on, I realize it's exactly, it is what it is. It's exactly where it is, how it is, and and what it should be. 
at the current moment. And that's why I think in recovery, the difference is, is, you know, whenever I would feel a little bit uncomfortable, I would drink to numb it or a drug to numb it. But now I'm able to attain and find peace by practicing that radical acceptance and and really that radical self-love and knowing that the worst case scenario a lot of times in my head is still really not that bad. Well, take a look. Like we have not been recording as often because you're on this huge job. And it was, I think it was two weeks ago where we talked about this is the chaos that feeds your soul because you are a created leader because through recovery, the leadership skills, Kevin, that you have developed, even in this chaos, you have so much peace. Every time I talk to you, it's like, wow, he's in the groove. He's at peace even with the chaos. Yeah, sometimes the chaos for me actually brings peace. It's interesting. I was just at my my neighbor's house, and today I took the kids, the neighbor kids, there's three of them, and then my daughter, so four kids and myself, went to the trampoline park. We jumped, and we went and ate, ate some early dinner, and it's like chaos. But for some reason, in that chaos is when I feel the most peace. And I don't know if it's because they're kids or whatnot, but like, I I do that and I love doing it. I do that about once a week and that's because it brings me peace. And that's, I find it interesting when you titled this one, you said finding peace in recovery. And that's something we have to do. We have to find what brings us peace and do more of that and realize that there are, are things out there that can help us feel more peace. Well, and I'll say the energy of children playing brings incredible peace Because if if you look at the word play, right, and I use play a lot in my coaching work. I have another client, and basically I am getting him to play. And when I first started working with him, he was so serious. It took me almost two weeks to get him to go play on a playground. And I can't tell you the last thing he did, but when I learned about it, I was laughing for like five minutes and I literally texted him and it's like, you got an A plus on your homework because you're playing. So Kevin, your ability to be with these young people and in their chaos, that is where their joy lives. That is where their peace lives. I bet all four of those children are going to sleep like babies tonight. Because literally, they just got to fully express themselves. And in the full expression of themselves, they found peace. And I'm saying the reason that you enjoy it so much is because it brings you back to a time when you could play as a child. And I mean, I wish you all could see the look on his face right now, because the look on Kevin's face is almost pure contentment. And then that's that smile. It's like you get to be a child with these kids. I think that as somebody who has went through like the grips of addiction, it really makes you appreciate moments like that, like the simple moments. And it's it's funny because we find I find that people that have struggled with addiction, especially like some pretty severe consequences from the addiction, they have such peace now because it was so bad then that now what seem you know maybe to other people seems bad it's nothing compared to what they went through and the the insanity and the obsession and the the hell of being addicted to 
alcohol and drugs and gambling and, and just being consumed by that was so miserable that now if there's a challenge that comes along, not saying that it's easy or I take it lightly, but it's just there's peace can be found through it. Hopefully this conversation opens up the exploration of what would it be to find peace for you? Because peace, from a coaching perspective, peace is a created state. And as you deepen your recovery, finding peace, number one, you're going to have to find some things that don't bring you peace. And you're going to have to fail. And you're going to have to, just like, that didn't bring me peace. But then as you explore and as you do different things, what will arise for you are things that all of a sudden you've found peace. And those are the things that in recovery, hey, if you can find peace, you need to do more of that. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, learn what works and do more of that and learn what doesn't and don't do more of that. And it it sounds so simple, but I put myself early in sobriety in a lot of positions that brought me a lot of anxiety and uncomfortableness. And I think there's a fine line between like some like a healthy uncomfortableness where you're getting out of your own self, you're getting out of your comfort zone. But there is a point sometimes when if you're uncomfortable somewhere, you know, and you feel like you just don't feel real good about something, then get out. You don't have to to be there or do that. And it makes me think of people that I really like to be around. You know, there's there's people that are like fighters and everything's a problem and there's just like no, they're angry. There's like no peace. I don't really like to be around those people anymore. But there's people really like talking to Jim. He's got that peace and contentment and, and other people in my life that when you're around them, and maybe this is why I like to be around children so much is because there's just like a peace and a contentment, the full on acceptance of who you are and acceptance of yourself. And we talked about this so many times on different podcasts, but like really liking yourself and loving yourself can bring peace because you said it earlier. And I mean, you were kind of, I thought at the time, I'm like, there he goes again, saying some coaching thing, but it's like, you have peace in the fact that you won't always have peace. And that sounds yeah. so cheesy, but it's true. Like I have peace knowing that I'm going to make mistakes and that there's going to be issues, but I have peace knowing that deep down, I know who I am and what I'm capable of and that I'm going to get through it. Well, I have to tell you, at one fourteen in the middle of the night yesterday, I had a thought tsunami. And I just did what I tell my clients to do. And within 10 minutes, I was back asleep. Whereas in the past, I wouldn't have had peace and that would have kept me up all night. Then I would have had a grumpy day. I'm not committed to a grumpy day. And that means even in the middle of the night, doing what it takes to find peace and put the anxiety to bed. I often say this, children, little babies have two things that they fear, loud noises and falling. So if you have any other fears that disturb your peace, it is a human-created, experience-generated thing. And if you have created it, you can figure out how to heal through it and past it to where you can find peace. Once you find a certain point in recovery, the time comes to go deeper in 
and deepen the peace that you created in your early recovery. Even when, like you said, Kevin, like I, sometimes in the early recoveries, you have days of peace. Other days, without a doubt, you have days of chaos. That is what is expected. That is what we go through. Even at a thousand plus days, you're going to have days of chaos. But I promise you, there are far few days of chaos. And now I really, and I'm going to keep repeating this, but some of that chaos, I, you know, you're smiling at. You're in the groove. You are in your leadership potential. You are where you need to be. I always step right back, though, and it sounds simple. And I hate this word because it's got like this new agey, and I've said new agey a lot lately, but you know what I mean? Like mindfulness. And for me, it's that's a, a kind of a buzzword, especially in recovery. We talk about mindfulness, and it's simply like living in the moment and living in the present. Most peace or lack of the opposite of peace, which I would call anxiety or fear, really is what it comes down to, is because I'm fearful of something that happened in the past or I'm fearful of what might come. And living in the moment and being present with myself and living there in the moment it takes away a lot of that anxiety because I realize that all I can control is right now. And, you know, in, in a lot of the recovery things, they say, do the next right thing. And for me, it brings me a lot of peace knowing that as I walk through the day, I'm just doing the next right thing, doing the next right thing. And issues may come up, but I know that I can overcome them. I have peace through that. I have the tools to overcome them now. Do you know what the irony of mindfulness is? To truly be mindful means that there's nothing in your mind. Anxiety is your mind filled with worry. Presence is your mind filled with nothing. So mindfulness should really be just almost mindlessness because the less you can hold on, the more peace you will find. It, that is very interesting, and I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> never, but you've never thought about that, right? Yeah, mine. That now that you now, I'll never forget that. That's um, <laughs> good because I don't like I don't like the word mindfulness already. So well, now I'm going to be like I'm going to change it. Yeah, and and here's the thing: it's not mindful; it's literally presence. And with presence, there's nothing on your mind because the moment something comes on your mind, you're either in the past or in the future, your future tripping, or you can bring in some past-based thinking that no longer serves you. It's presence. In the present moment, there is a lot of peace. And I know for, for me in my life, anytime I start to really worry about the future is whenever things start getting crazy in my head and I start to, to go nuts. And it's just sitting down, realizing where I am, reminding myself, breathing, whatever, meditation, all of those practical things that can bring you peace are so important. And it becomes like second nature to do those things. Now, I think of whenever I start to really feel anxious, I just kind of like put my hands, rub them on my legs and just think about, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm, 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 I'm in the moment. I'm using my senses. I smell something. I look at something. I feel yeah. something. And it just brings me right back into that moment. And it, it calms me down. It doesn't take it all away. It's not some magic potion or anything like that. But it gets me to realize what I can control right now, which is typically not as much as I would like to. But it's uh, it's where I have to focus. It's just on my my attitude and what I can do right now in that moment. 
by doing those things that you said, Kevin, you actually get to a space of peace. And in that space, it is far easier to handle anything that is on your plate, on your platter, getting thrown at you. It's when you're in your mind thinking about the right answer, thinking about what you did, thinking about your days in recovery, thinking about all this stuff that you can't even hear what's happening. And then your mind panics because it's not there. And then, I mean, to me, that is the definition of mental chaos. Peace to me is is probably the best thing about recovery. And I hope that listening to this podcast has helped you realize different practical ways to find peace. And just know that if you're not quite in the peaceful state, keep on going, keep on doing the next right thing. And if you stay in recovery, I promise you the peace will come. Through presence comes peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sobriety Elevated Podcast. Please like us, rate us, share us with your friends and family. By doing that, you make the difference. The more people that listen to this, the more we impact the recovery around the world. Thank you and create an incredible day.